The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. another episode of let's talk but no politics okay coming to you every sunday on the bicbp radio network and before we get into our episode here's our message from our sponsor discover the hidden secrets of america's finest baseball school in a professional instructional videotape teaching the mechanics of the major league swing features professional scout and instructor tommy mansky and the same award-winning tested under fire techniques that have produced baseball world's back-to-back-to-back aau national championship teams coach mansky's studied analysis of thousands of baseball's best professional swings has yielded a no less than revolutionary approach to consistent hitting it's proven and you'll love it's easy to understand step by step video training methods. Teaching the mechanics of the Major League Swing benefits players of all ages and ability levels. A valuable addition to any coach's library, too, and it makes a great gift. Thousands have been sold at $39.95, but if you'll call now and use your credit card, you'll pay only $29.95. To order, call toll-free 1-800-754-0077. That's 1-800-754-0077. This is the tape that gets results. All right. So today, before we get into today's topic of returning guests, once again, scratching that podcast itch is Mr. Jordan Rosario of the Keep It at 100 podcast. How are you doing, Jordan? I swear each and every time you invite me to say, hey, Jordan, want to come on to Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? It's always that time that I always get the podcast. So, Andrew, once again, thank you so much for having me on your show today. I'm really excited. As uh, as you know, I'm still in the podcast game, albeit keeping it 100 is still in its hiatus stage right now. Hopefully, uh, I'm hoping we are able to get things going here pretty soon, but you know, for right now, I'm just really a lot. I'm really focused on my uh, my forex trade house, still doing that. But uh, man, it is just a fantastic time as always to be on. I thank you for inviting me. No problem. Thank you for being on. I love having guests on, even returning guests, old guests, any type of guest. I love I love having a guest on. I don't mind doing solo episodes, even though I haven't done one in like probably a year. But it's always great to sit there and talk, and it's called Let's Talk, so it's kind of helpful if I bring somebody else on as well. So- Absolutely. I, you know, I, I always feel that in terms of a show, right? Because I, I remember doing sh- episodes of my own as well, but it's always fun to, like, really just piggyback back and forth between a couple of people. So I, I, I'm wholeheartedly on, on board with that as well. Yes. So today's topic will be... Fourth of July memories. There was only one night game a year. On the 4th of July, the whole sky would brighten up with fireworks, giving us just enough light for a game. We played our best then, because I guess we all felt like the big leaguers under the lights of some great stadium. Benny felt like that all the time. We all knew he was going to go on to bigger and better games. Because every time we stopped to watch the sky on those nights, like regular kids, he was there to call us back. You see, for us, baseball was a game. But for Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez, baseball 
was life. let's just go into it what is what is kind of like your earliest fourth of july memory that you can remember about man it earliest fourth of july memories so when i was a kid this had to be right when i was a kid so uh, not to not to date myself but about maybe 20 years ago where i remember whenever we went out out to uh, west islip to see my my abuelo and my abuela, we would always have like a little backyard party, you know, we're either barbecuing, you know, we've got the, uh, the, you know, those little umbrella things that they have nowadays in order to protect yourself from the sun and everything. You know, we kind of have that set up. So like everybody would be able to just chill in the backyard. Of course, the grandpa, big Mets fan, you know, I got a little soft spot for the Mets because of him. We'd always watch the baseball games that were going on right, right then and there. Uh, and, you know, it, it was always just such a good time, you know, just to be around family. And, you know, for me, the earliest memories, like if I really just think about like the earliest memories. So part of that was going to New York. And I remember there was one Fourth of July when I went over to my cousins down in Connecticut and we were watching the uh, Washington, D.C. like fireworks like the oh, Washington, D.C. always had like this fireworks display around the 4th of July, you know, what, no matter where it was during my early childhood, I always remember just being with family. And I think that being with family was just always so special to me, you know, especially nowadays where I'm in, I'm in Colorado, New York is on the other side of the country. So I don't get to see my family a whole lot. So I, I genuinely miss those 4th of July holidays. And, you know, that, that was really just something that always stuck out to me just growing up. Yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from, family, because we always did something, you know, with family on the 4th of July. And now I'm in Texas. Even when I was in a different part of New York, it was hard to kind of go and do different things. So I understand where you're coming from that. I think it's very odd that I remember this. And I was actually just recently talking to my mom about this. My earliest 4th of July memory that stands out is my father got a hold of an M80. I'm probably only about three or four years old when I asked my mother about this. And she's like, I don't understand how you, how you remember. My dad got a hold of an M80 and he went down to the end of the street and he lit this thing and he had it up against like the curb and he lit it. 
and then he ran and the bang was so big this is probably where i remember it. the bang was so big it left a crater in the street and then also knocked out all the street lights on like two blocks <laughs> like our blocks our block and another block and then there's another block down the street it knocked out all the street lights and it was like the craziest thing i've ever seen just to watch this one i thought it was just a regular firecracker because i'm just a kid and it just boom and my brother was wearing a jean jacket and my dad's friend goes well if the cops come by we're just gonna tell him it was a it was a fat kid in a jean jacket and he ran down the street and then that way we don't get into trouble because we just knocked out like three blocks worth of street lights you know just a little bit of property damage well who's yeah. it gonna hurt <laughs> it would, that was probably my earliest but uh like traditions i could see like you had a tradition going with family doing stuff like that a lot of it wasn't i don't remember cooking out too much that was more later in life but always going to see the fireworks and it was always in like one place and as you get older you kind of switch around and now i got a different perspective on it now that i got kids do, do you still like look forward to fourth of july now even though you're not by family or is it I do. And, you know, part and we can and before we go into what I do for Fourth of July now, mm-hmm. let me kind of let me go back to uh, no some of the Fourth uh, of July uh, celebrations back in New York. One of the great things about where my grandparents lived was there was this like there was this little dock that uh, you took like maybe a 10, 15, 20 minute drive to. And when you're at this particular dock, you know, you are just seeing all these different fireworks that are happening, not just where I'm at, let's say. Let's say so I was in Babylon, West Islip. So we're not only just seeing fireworks from Babylon, West Islip, but I look to, you know, Merrick and there's fireworks. I look to Long Beach and there's fireworks. I look towards the city and there's fireworks. So that was always one of the uh, things that I just never appreciated growing up. But when I look back at it, it's like, wow, like you see all these different fireworks that are going on because you've got that horizon, you've got that visibility. So I've, I always appreciated much more that uh, that fireworks display that you were talking about earlier. Then moving on to what I do now for a celebrations. Thankfully, I got a fantastic group of friends. In fact, I know that we're trying to plan something uh, this Fourth of July. So it, it could, and literally, I'm I'm the type of guy that as long as you invite me to do something, you tell me what's happening, I'm going to be down for it. You know, I remember one uh, one particular Fourth of July weekend. Uh, I went over to a good fr- a good. Fr- a friend of mine's house, you know, brought my uh, my my cornhole set. I'm a big cornhole player, by the way. So if you ever ever want to go ahead and challenge me to a match, you know, I I got I got you right then and there. But um, you know, that was one of that was a one year. Uh, we plan on going to uh, it's called City Park down here by uh, Denver, where we're just gonna have a bunch of friends cooking out, you know, games, drinks, of course. You know, you can't always Fourth of July it always comes with drinks for some reason, but. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, th- luckily the people out here in Colorado, they're, they're my family away from family. Yeah. That's always good to have, to have that family away from family. I, you know, you talked about something that you appreciate now seeing from everywhere. As I remember one fourth of July, I, we got to go down to Florida and spend it with my, and my uncle and stuff down there, the family down there. And it was different 
because we're both from New York. You can't just go buy firecrackers and <laughs> bottle rockets and stuff like that. We got to sneak across that border, go to Pennsylvania. I don't know if New Jersey has it, but that was like the big Okay, part. first and foremost, I don't care if they have it in New Jersey. Who wants to go to New Jersey? You I know, don't know. It's like um, it's like the you you can just see the contamination just away from the city. It's like an it's like an ominous cloud that floats over the state at all times, where everyone who is from New York, Pennsylvania, or wherever just says just says to themselves, you know what? Probably not a good idea to go over there. Unless you're a Giants or a Jets fan, then yes, go to East Rutherford, but immediately get the heck out of New Jersey right afterwards. See, that's how a lot of Western New Yorkers feel about New York City. I don't know if you do that. Where, like, I'm from in Western New York, we hate New York City. <laughs> really? I had no idea. We think of New York City, I mean, not to get too much off the topic, but we think of New York City of, like, the big brother of the rest of New York, and they just do stuff, and then all of a sudden the rules have to get changed or taxes need to get raised and stuff like that. We're like, oh, is this because of New York City? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of now, people a lot of people when I say I'm from New York down here, they're like, Oh, you're from New York City. I'm like, no, we hate New York City. We're not a big fan of New York City. To be fair, Buffalo, when I went to Buffalo, when I went to uh, you know, that area where Niagara Falls is, yeah. uh, last uh right around uh, the same time last year, absolutely beautiful, underrated part of New York. So I understand where you're coming yeah. from. Yeah, see, our big thing is Canada. So that was, so we got to see fire. Actually, talking about Fourth of July memories, we, if you were close enough to the border, if you went down to the falls, you could see on July 1st, you could see Canadian fireworks because that's Canada Day. Ah. So, so for us, we got them on the first and we got them on the fourth. So that's, so you, it. that's so Canada Day. It's a it's it's like a week's worth of uh, fireworks you get over in, in your area. <laughs> yeah. So back to my story, we went down to Florida, and like I said, you can't get certain things. Well, in Florida, it blew my mind because my uncle is just going into a store, and I'm like, "Aren't we going to go see fireworks?" He's like, "No, I'm going to do it for you." And we just go into the store, and there's like this Teddy Ruxpin bear talk, and like Smokey the Bear going, "Please do not light up a cigarette. Do not have anything spark." Because this whole entire, it was more like a tent, actually. This whole entire thing was just filled with firecrackers, bow rockets, Roman candles, everything else. So actually, we did go see fireworks, but he put on like his own little display as well. So it was the first time I got to see a Roman candle get fired. I got to see bow rockets go off. Uh, There's these really cool tanks with, with a firecracker in the back then a firecracker on the cannon and you light each one and then you would watch it go. And then the firecracker on the cannon would explode and it would just kind of explode itself as well. And then we went to the fireworks and then they were even bigger than what I was normally used to. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. That's probably one of my favorite fourth of July's of all time is going down there and being able to experience like a pre-show to like a bigger show. And then, that was like the whole entire day and it was it was awesome just to see everything go off like that 
Now, I will say one of the more fonder memories I have, I don't know if I consider this my all-time favorite, but it always kind of sticks out to me. Like, what is a prototypical 4th of July that you remember? So let me, let me, tell, you, let me tell you a story. Okay. So back a couple of years ago, we were down by the Capitol building down by uh, Denver, Colorado. They were doing a little uh, 4th, of, uh, 4th of July fireworks show right there. And it's not just the fact that they had this whole uh, assortment of fireworks that they were going to launch all over the Capitol, but they also had all these little shops right here. So you had food shops, you had restrooms, you had all these little uh, trinket stores. Go- and this ran through the whole, uh, what I call the the enclave of where the Capitol building is. So literally, legitimately, that whole entire area was swamped by vendors. So there was all this cool stuff that we could buy, first and foremost. Then as you made your way towards like the viewing area, you know, you're, you're first off, you're just standing right in front of the Capitol building. And it's just a grand, you know, masterpiece, right? It's a grand piece of architecture. All around the Capitol building are just these huge fireworks that are just shooting off in all t- sorts of different directions. And you can literally, if I'm, if let's say the area right in front of me, if I'm staring completely at the Capitol building, I can see fireworks going from boom, 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 just all around. And it was like, you know, one round, two rounds, three rounds. So that was probably one of my favorite memories back then because A, you know, it was one of the, it was one of my, Fourth of July's that was I was away from with my family from so I mm-hmm. I never really had that particular experience of okay how is this how is a Fourth of July without my family going to go and like I said I, I my friends I do consider you know family outside my family so to be able to celebrate spend time with them it was absolutely perfect that sounds awesome to watch it just go off each at one time and. My, my me telling the story does not do it justice believe me that's that's got to be that's that's got to be cool because i always wanted to see that because we're where i'm from niagara falls we go down to a place called high park and they would shoot them off from a golf course because all the golfers would complain at the high park golf course that the next day there'd be like these burnt patches in the grass and it would mess up their golf their golf game but they could handle it for a day. So, you know, a kid can get his enjoyment out of it, but I always wanted to see one just like shoot off. And it's like the most, it's, it's just to even see them is pretty awesome. I like the ones nowadays where it seems like it just kind of like rains. I don't know if you've ever seen those where it explodes, but then it kind of looks like it like twinkles rain. It reminds me of something from like Peter Pan, like, tinkerbell like sprinkling pixie dust yeah like i've seen those if i'm not mistaken it's like those little fireworks that do kind of shoot off just like the peter pan sparks but they don't actually there's not that you know distinct image of them actually exploding it's more so just they fly off into the uh, into the sky and that's about it no kind of like that or yeah were you uh because we're both from new york so pretty much our primary uh 4th of july thing that we could use unless you know the contraband was brought over from another state the sparkler how do you feel about sparklers oh so spark okay now i i got you spark sparklers i don't i don't necessarily mind 
I mean, they're if they're going to contribute to the festivities, they're going to contribute to the festivities. But of course, there's nothing that beats a grand old firework just shooting off in the sky. But I do. But sparklers do at least kind of they're they're like a uh, an, an appetizer to the main course. Yes. Did you did your parents hand them out to you? I remember like my dad or like my mom or something to buy the pack of sparklers and be like, okay, you can only have like three, so don't use them all. And even though I was. I was the kid that was like, give me all three at one time. <laughs> kind of one of uh, those things. So did they like, did, did you have like sparklers every 4th of July? Cause I just remember that. And then trying to like, when you, when the sun would go down and you know, you're waiting for the fireworks to go up, you can play with the sparkler and you would try and like write your name, even though it didn't really work out that well. So that was like a big thing for us is we got sparklers before the fireworks went off. I believe. I believe that uh, I, I do remember getting sparklers. I can't give you like exact moments because it was just so yeah. long ago, but I do remember, you know, getting sparklers to help uh, celebrate, you know, the 4th of July and everything. Yeah. The one that sparklers, what was the other one? We get uh, all the time too. I don't know. <laughs> Pretty much everything. If you've ever seen Joe dirt and he goes to the fireworks stand, uh no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you ever seen Joe Dirt, the movie Joe Dirt? No, I, I <laughs> it's a great movie. So Joe Dirt's about this guy he gets lost from his family and he's trying to go find him. And he's like redneck. And he comes across this fireworks stand and he's like, Hey, what are you selling? He's like, We sell steaks and sparklers. And he's like, You don't got any Roman candles, bottle rockets, like then he just started naming weird stuff like zippity doos, some woo woo woos, or something like that. And the guy's like, "No, steaks and sparklers." So <laughs> that's pretty much what New York. Every time he said snakes and sparklers, that just reminded me of like New York would let us have. Did you do you know what the snake is? The the snake? No, I I know sparklers, but I don't know snakes. So snakes are these things where. Today, if we were to see it, we'd be like, this is stupid. I can't believe I bought this. But to a little kid, it would be, it, it was absolutely amazing. It was like this little um, black, almost looked like a pill, like almost like an old aspirin or something that just turned black. And then you white it. And then when you lit it, it would extend out. Like it would like grow. And it would just like grow until the fire until like the fire went out on it. It reminds me of not, they're not as dangerous. I don't know if you had them as a kid, you get the little sponge things and they're like, throw them in the water and it'll grow three times bigger than what, than what it's supposed to be. Oh be yeah, like yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, that's kind of like a snake, but it's, you light it on fire. You don't just throw it, <laughs> you don't throw it in water. So snakes were like another big thing. Snakes and then like poppets too. So that's pretty much all we had was sparklers, snakes, and poppets just all the time. You know, little snap things that you throw and it's like pop or poppers. I don't know. how. I don't know if anybody has a different name for them or anything like that, but that's pretty much what we had as a kid and you can't really find them. But the sparkler things does remind me I got to go pick up some sparklers get some oh. sparklers for my kids so oh yeah yeah it's it's uh man it july 
at the time of this recording, it's yeah. <laughs> it's about eleven days away. So hey. you know, luck, you luck. Luckily, we both have enough. We both have enough time to to get to get them. But uh, no, it's it's cre- it's creeping up. It's creeping. I'll tell you what. I will tell you what. This is probably out of any particular holiday that we are to celebrate in this country. Fourth mm-hmm. of July after the pandemic is probably going to be oh. one of the most things I am looking forward to the most people just out there celebrating, having a good time, getting away from that funky energy, the pandemic brought to everybody. It's like, okay, we are done with that. We can actually move forward and do some fantastic things. So I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this year. Or uh, what kind of, what is your favorite foods too that you want to have during 4th of July? Like what are you, I know there's like burgers and hot dogs, but did your family do anything else that special? Well? Uh, in like in terms of, you know, we had a, uh, we're a Puerto Rican family. So mm-hmm. I would definitely say, you know, rice, beans, that was definitely something that we also had as well. You know, burgers, of course, hot dogs, of course, ribs, ribs, they're fantastic. I'll <laughs> tell you what. And, um, Oh, those are the big things. And of course you got your sodas. And now uh, for us, we got our adult drinks. So yes. <laughs> as long as, as long as we have the uh, adult drinks, the sodas for the kitties, the, uh, the burgers, the hot dogs going, you know, ribs, as long as you got those like five main things, you're going to have a fantastic 4th of July, no matter what. Are you a potato salad or macaroni salad guy? I'm it's not my favorite, but if it's offered to me, I will certainly have some. Which one, though? Both? Which one would you rather go with? Honestly, I would have to go potato salad. Oh, that's my man right there. Potato salad is so great. My wife, like, refuses to make it. And that's all I ever wanted, potato salad. So I got to buy the crappy store-bought stuff while she makes macaroni salad i'm like you can't just kind of make both and she's like nobody likes potato salad <laughs> i mean oh no now 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 at the same time the same time andrew if you know somebody and i know a few a couple of people who make a fantastic macaroni salad then i am not going to refuse that either i'm not going to refuse it either but if i got a choice i'm going potato oh, salad. of course if you have a choice you'd go potato salad but you know there are some fantastic mac- macaroni salad people creators out there whoever you are in the <laughs> in the world so shout out shout out to y'all <laughs> so who who manned the grill and then who did the wrath in your in your fourth of july's cookouts there so if we're gonna go early, if we're gonna go early, it yeah. um, I would say it was definitely my uh, my mom's, my aunts that uh, did that early, and then as time as uh, time went on, then it was a more so. Let's see, uh, my friends who we normally had the the Fourth of July around, it was mostly them doing the the grilling, although. I am going to be um, I am going to be a little bit more uh, proactive this year in uh, grilling and cooking some stuff. So I'm really looking forward to that. I uh, had a little bit of a uh, I had a little bit of a test. No, well, not a test, but like a kind of a pre pre introduction to the Fourth of July uh, grilling uh, yesterday when some of my friends came over and we did a little bit of D and D. But no, I'm I'm look I'm looking forward to uh, this Fourth of July just being able to 
honestly, just cook it. I, I would also say just enjoy this weather out here. You know, I'm, I'm looking outside my window right now, and it's abs it's absolutely beautiful here in Colorado. And I'm, I'm really hoping this sunny weather continues into the next 11 days. Yeah, I can miss with my, with my family uh, before we made moves and everything like that. When I was living in Niagara Falls, we had a nice little pool. I had a grill. So pretty much you were all day. I was all day grilling. The kids were playing in the pool. Uh, nobody was really inside. And then at nighttime, go see the fireworks. And then that was always, now that I got kids, that's always kind of a cool thing is like who, especially when they were little nowadays, it's different, but like, who's going to make it, who's going to make it through the night. Kind of, it kind of reminded me of like my days going out drinking, like which friend is going to pass out first and that you got to worry about. But this time it was like my kids. It was like, okay, we've been outside all day. We've been swimming. Uh, now they're, now they're outside. Things are cooling down. Who's going to be the first kid to pass out? Who's going to be this? And it was always kind of, it was always kind of cool to see that. And I try to make side bets with my wife on who is going to go down first. But, and then I realized how much I didn't like it when I got home. And then I had to carry one of them inside because <laughs> I was there <laughs> myself. Man, I, I, I will say that, uh, you know, of course, you know, younger days, you have all those, those drinking stories. So if you ever do an episode like that, definitely let me know. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I don't mind putting on this, this hat again, telling you a story, oh. but I, I will say in terms of, you know, celebrate for the July celebrations, I, I'm not one to easy, easily go down. I'm probably, I am probably one more more so the guys who are standing the last when it comes to those kind of things. Nice. Nice. So what are, so you mentioned your plans this year, meeting up with them, some friends, park, grilling, hanging out. That sounds like a great time. Uh, I think ours is still up in the air. Hopefully I could get my pool up and running so I could get, do some grilling outside, but I'm not looking forward to it in the Texas heat. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the Texas heat, the Texas heat is, yeah, I will say, is another animal compared to to Colorado heat. Yeah, and New York heat. So, oh, the humidity in New York, get out of here, oh, get out of here. Is, is it? It was always kind of bad where we were at, but like right now, I was looking, it was like sixty nine degrees in Buffalo, and I was like, that sounds cold. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Are you kidding me? I I want to go to sixty nine degree weather. I don't, not right now. I just like that. That's kind of like cold. I might have to like put on a sweatshirt or something. It's 69 degrees now. See, my, my philosophy in what in weather, heat, cold, whatnot, I'd rather be in a cold environment than a warm environment. The reason, the reason being is it's going to be a lot easier for me to know how to heat myself up when it comes to coolness. For me, I, at least for me, it's difficult for me to go from uh, hot to cool, but it's a lot easier for me to go from cold to warm. Fair enough. Fair enough. I've been to the desert, so I know how I, I can feel a difference between dry heat and humidity. Yeah. I rather have dry heat over humidity all day. All day, you'll get no, you will get no argument from me, sir. <laughs> so, 
that's pretty much all I got. Do you got any stories or anything else you want to tell or about 4th of July or I mean, because... uh, I'm real. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go, go, go for it. No, I'm really, I'm really trying to think of a really just kind of interesting story. That's kind of funny. Let me get it. Let me get into my knock. Let me get into my noggin right here. Let me get into my noggin. Uh, pretty sure I have something. My, my Fourth of July is pretty straightforward. Look out! Yeah, Look out! Fireworks! Being amazed by fireworks. Not so much now, <laughs> but being amazed by fireworks. Um, the food, family. I'm trying to think what I did last Fourth of July. Feels uh, like feels did. like feels like a minute. I don't think we did anything. Yeah, did because of the COVID. Yeah, so that I'm going with that where you're saying it's going to be, there's going to be crazy. So, I mean, it it has to be crazy. I understand why it has to be crazy. People, we have not done a. There has not been a proper Fourth of July done in about uh, two about two years that since that uh, since the last Fourth of July. So you know, I I I do. I, I will say this. In terms of my story, in terms of the best one, I am going to go ahead and say that this year coming up is going to be the best 4th of July that I will ever have. I'm going to go ahead and put that affirmation out there. Just putting out the positive energy right there. Let's get positive energy. I got to figure out where the fireworks are, (laughs) too. I got to figure that out. That's probably my, I think that's like my main mission is I'm going to have to figure out where the fireworks are at. So that way I can get my kids there and everything else. Because once again, they didn't see fireworks last year. Uh, the year before was actually, now that I think about it, was kind of nice because we did go to the movies because there's that time to kill in between, you know, getting dark. So we did go to the movies. We saw Toy Story 4. Then last year, I don't think we did anything. Nothing at yeah. all. I think it was just some sparklers, some stuff that I could get at like the store because everything was canceled oh you know what i i will say this about my last fourth fourth of july uh you know we again we were kind of cooped up in our in our places because hey covid but the only the so this was kind of like a little tradition thing we started doing until you know everything started opening up and it wasn't that and then that kind of died down but at eight o'clock at eight o'clock round the dot all of our neighbors were out howling, you know, doing wolf noises. And that it was like a daily thing that happened, you know, from the time the pandemic started until, you know, when that kind of yeah. ended. But I always, I always thought that, that myself is so interesting that that last 4th of July, we decided to do howling noises. And there's never, there's never going to be another time, another year probably, knock on wood, that I'll ever be able to take part in something so crazy, yet, yet really cool. Well, you had to do something. You had to do something. I had to. I had to. I had to make a story somewhere. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, Fourth of July. It just thinking about what it means to me is fireworks, food, fun. Uh, missing the other F in there with the family recently, but friends. Friends. I'm missing that too. Don't have too many friends down here because. Got here kind of down late, pandemic. So, you know, a lot of people kind of standoffish, but not too much anymore. 
So what does 4th of July mean to you? I, if anything, 4th of July to me means a, I think to me just means more, more so the importance of, you know, that those family-like bonds to me, because I always associate 4th of July with family, you know, whether that is family within my actual, you know, real family, you know, mother, aunts, and, every, and cousins, everyone, or whether it's friends, because for me, one of my things that I've been able to really just kind of look back and say, you know, the people I want in my life are, I'm always going to refer to as family. It's very hard for me to make that distinction between friends and family if I've gotten to know people, you know, really, really, really well. So if anything, the 4th of July for me just signifies or if needed, just kind of brings back that atmosphere of family. That's like the main important theme I get from 4th of July. So I'm, I'm really, really, really looking forward to doing some, something uh, when, we, uh, when we finally get to celebrate that fantastic holiday. So 4th of July is pretty much, would you say it's on par family-wise, family getting together on par with, say, Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, East, and Easter on that? on that level of we're going to get the family together and we're going to have a good time. I Christmas. Okay. Fourth of July is probably the set. I would say the, cause I've had Thanksgivings where I've, I just had to do it alone. I mean, I've had Thanksgivings yeah. like that. I've had, yeah, I've even had Christmases like that, but I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. But I will say that fourth uh, of July is probably the second most important family holiday. And then I guess if you want to go ahead and say it's third and then Christmas, New Year's, or some people I know kind of lump that in together because it's right around that same week. You know, I, I would say that Christmas, New Year's is a little bit more important than the 4th of July, but the 4th of July is very, very, very close to being one of the, mo the, the most important holiday, in my opinion. Well, thank you for coming on. Uh, Absolutely. Replying and <laughs> checking it out and doing this episode with me is there anything you want to plug or anything else I, i'm i'm gonna reiterate to everybody keeping it 100 dj story time i am i am here i am working on getting myself back into the micro onto the microphone and so it's it's guest appearances like this andrew i cannot thank you enough for allowing me to be here again you know just being able for me to just scratch that itch just you know get myself ready to say I want because I want to be back in the podcasting world. You know, I've got a lot of plans that I think are going to really, really, really take fruition once I get everything back together. But I will say it is it is moments like this that allow me to, that allow me to just flex those podcast uh, chops, if you will, that that's just going to allow me to do a lot of you know, great things for the podcasting community as whole. And, you know, just to, just to be on here and just to see you grinding, keeping going and just being, being, having this much success already in your show, it's inspirational. And as always, I appreciate you. Let me be on here today, my man. I appreciate you. And I appreciate all the listeners, as you mentioned, uh, listenership, it always seems to be growing and, Thank you for coming on. And you can catch new episodes of Let's Talk With No Politics OK every Sunday at BICBP Radio Network, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, and also bonus episodes every Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern 
on the Helium Radio Network. Uh, YouTube, still trying to get the This Week in Pop Culture History review going back up, and also some retro gameplays as well, so always be on the lookout for that. And go to the Let's Talk With No Politics OK Facebook page for great content. Right now we are still doing the toy tournament, so please go out there and check that out. We should be in about the second round (laughs) by the time this recording is done. So once again, thank you. And good morning, good afternoon, and good Come on, get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys, here's the situation. Two minutes left, zero timeouts, down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right, we can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify? So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready! Sit. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.